Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast Lessons in Success. And I'm here today with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer, and we will talk about some common mistakes of small business owners. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. Well, here we are. Uh, We have to admit uh, we are both small business owners and we've both made mistakes. Oh, we do. Uh, It is a nature. (laughs) You have to talk about yourself. (laughs) We could make this a confessional, but I think we'll talk about what are common mistakes that we've all made. Be a little more comfortable this morning? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Maybe the first one uh, is I think often we fail to communicate as thoroughly and completely as we need to. Yes, yes, I know. Sometimes even when you're trying to describe your business if a person is asking you okay what do you do and you start mumble jumble and try explaining your product or service in a very technical ways and they get lost within your first Mm -hmm. sentence so clear communication is extremely important and i think when something maybe not so happy has happened so you've had a a customer call and complain and uh, you're trying to address it to your employee group this happened today, we need to address it. Uh, if you don't say anything about it, they tend to assume the worst. That is, they will fill in what you don't say with their conclusions about why you're not saying something. That's why we're emphasizing the mistake is to not communicate thoroughly and completely about something that impacts your employees. What about failing to seek an expert? Uh-huh. Yes, uh, I think too often we draw the assumption that everybody expects us to have all the answers. I've been in a couple of situations where I found myself asked to be a leader and they assumed I had all the answers just that moment after I became the leader. No, I don't know anything more now than I did then. What I didn't do early on until I had to learn it the hard way was to ask some experts around me, people who'd been there, people who knew uh, were surrounded by experts, including members of our own team. Uh, who work for us, why don't we ask them? There's no no shame in asking. Yes, there's no shame of asking, Michael. You said it right, because a lot of times we will feel that uh, if we ask somebody for help or for assistance, they will assume that we are stupid. And that's why we don't ask. And that hurt us at the end of the day. And and we're making that assumption that, that leaders should never fail to know all which is ridiculous nobody knows everything oh you don't i do <laughs> <laughs> all right i accept you have that to talk about I yourself that. today michael <laughs> all right uh, let's think about strategic choices that you've had to make about your business anna uh oh. if you've always been good at that you've never made any mistakes there you, no, you don't have no. to confess anything only me no it's like i know i don't have to but i have to admit in front of our listeners that i've made some strategic mistakes and knowing even that I had to do and act faster than I should. And in some cases, I think one of the key pieces to that is, is thinking through that, that decision 
uh, that choice and what is not just what its impact is going to be today. Maybe it's going to be good for the mm -hmm. firm today, but what about three years from now? Will we have lost an opportunity because we went down this path rather than that path? I, I had a gentleman come to me with a wonderful offer. I wanted to hire me to, to do a training program. Uh, he turned him down and he was a little shocked. But I was thinking about the long term and knew that while it was neat right now, I'd have been bored in two years. I wouldn't have been enjoying it anymore. It just didn't fit my personality. So I had to turn him down and find polite ways to do so. But I think I made the right choice. I was protecting my future, not the moment. Yes, you always have to think strategically. And the other advice we can give you is to make sure that you carve time in your week sit down with a piece of paper or on the computer and start thinking strategically on your business because the rest of the time we guarantee you that you are in this technician mode what we mean by that is like you're operating if something goes wrong let's say you're in the machine shop you will jump on the machine because you don't have all your widgets done yet you will jump and you start doing it so you're a technician at that time, but you have to make sure that you think strategically. As Michael explained to you that, you know, even if the decision to make money today and, you know, you want to make money today, make sure that how this decision will impact long-term your company. Yes, keep your choices, your, your options available to the, to the degree that you can. Another challenge, I think, is that Sometimes both as an individual and as a company, we can get a little arrogant. We've got this product we put on the market. It's, it's selling well. Everybody loves it. And we get a little arrogant about that. We think we've got something really, really good. But we have to be mindful of uh, who is out there that, that may improve on what we're, we've done and take away our market because we aren't paying attention. We're, we're too what, comfortable and excited by what we have rather than saying, but how can we improve it? How can we make it better? How can we wed those customers to us by some small changes? We're just so excited about having it out there that we're, we're pretty high in ourselves and we're not doing that careful thinking. We had a podcast, uh, one of our podcast episodes about what business you are in. Mm -hmm. It is extremely important because like Michael said, yes, you will put your product or service on the um, on the market today, but you have to think about broadly which industry you are in and how you can attract more people because you may start having some substitute products. Some customers will come in instead of purchasing your product anymore. They will substitute your product with something different or different technology or things like that. So you have to make sure that you look holistically on the whole market and the impact you're having. And be conscious of how much the urgency of making this, this decision can impact on you as well. That's when you need to think about all the other small business owners you like to have coffee with or, or maybe a beer after work with. You need to ask them, I've got this decision I've got to make and I've got to make it in five days. What would you do? What do you think of this idea? Uh, seek advice from others. Mm -hmm. Don't let your own, gee, I need to know everything get in your way. Yes. And, and you have to, in fact, we recommend that you start paying attention on some of the negative comments on your website because people have used your product. Don't hate them that they hate your product. 
you should turn around and you should see what exactly feature they hate about your product and you go and you improve your product and go and comment them or send them a free piece. And now we guarantee you again that you are making a very positive impact and, and that customer will be with you for life. I just bought a product the other day. Two pieces have to be put together. And so you have to put two screws in it. The screws were driven in by a machine. So when you try to turn the screws out so you can combine the two pieces and put them together, you've already chewed up the heads of the screws. They're a screw that you can't find in a hardware store. So I'm going back to the manufacturer and they don't offer me a way to get new screws. So now I'm looking back at the reviews and the negative ones warned me of that. I should have paid more attention. I'm not happy. I won't be buying from this company again. Uh, that's what you don't want. So pay attention, as Anna says, what are people saying about your product? Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the negative reviews because it helps you improve what you're doing. Uh, I, I know why those screws wouldn't come out, so I could be even more help. But we need to, to that's another piece of that common mistake, I think. We don't listen to our customers. I know that we make a lot of mistakes, but today we just will leave you with these <laughs> <laughs> the difference that's yeah. communicate Several. thoroughly completely uh seek out the expertise around you uh think through those strategic choices that are ahead of you and and, and help draw on that expertise to help you make those choices don't get too cocky about yeah. how good Leave your product your is ego at the door mm -hmm. yep uh listen to those customers who tell you that you can improve and uh and and seek ideas from outside the business as well as your employees. Well, yeah, we're talking about innovation, but that's another large, large topic. <laughs> we have to have a episode on that, Michael. Yes, it'll be fun. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.